Chef David Chang and the members of the Recipe Club sift through millions of search results to find the very best way to make the food you want to eat. Each week, they cook three recipes for the same dish, debate them, and ultimately declare the winning recipe. Check out Recipe Club on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Challenge Double Agents, the final episode for us. I'm here with my best friend in the world, Dave Jacoby. We're almost as close as Nani and Leroy. Did Did you know Nani and Leroy were now best friends? Add oh no, they're, the they're not best group. friends. They're they're brother and sister. She said that it was her they're best friend. siblings. Anyway. No, they're siblings. Siblings. Okay. Uh so CT wins again, his fourth title. Amazing. Uh, I'd like to apologize to John Bananas because um, I made the case last week that maybe CT should be the greatest ever and said John Bananas won six. He actually won seven. It's like a Tom Brady where you almost forgot about the Tampa Bay one to yep. add to all the rings. So Johnny's the best ever. I think CT has had the most fascinating career of anyone in this challenge. I actually went back and looked at all the ones that he could have won not to mention the four that he actually won. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You went back and did intense internet research to I put did. this in historical perspective. I'm shocked. Bill, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. This is what I do. This is, I'm this shocked. Is, Literally, I was like, should I go back and look at CT's championships? I was like, that's what Bill is for. Like, yeah. Why was redundant at that point? All right, so just going backwards. Inferno's his first one. He loses in the finals. He's on the real world team. They lose to the road rules team. Mm-hmm. Inferno two, he makes the finals. He's on the badasses team, loses to the good guys team. So the two straight finals for him. The duel, he's going to win. He beats Brad in a challenge, but pulls the flag off instead of unhooking it. That Technicality. That um, he loses and goes full CT muscle on Brad. You know I beat you. You know the he does yeah. that whole it's, thing. It's like losing the NBA finals because you didn't have your uniform tucked in. It's like, what right. are we really doing here? Like, what, what is what are we really doing? Yeah, Kyrie didn't have his shirt tucked in when he hit the final shot. Like, we're not going to penalize him that for that. So this narrative starts developing of CT, the best person you would ever want in a challenge, other than might flip out a little bit, but also is having bad luck. Gauntlet three which is one of the worst seasons ever because it's so obvious who's going to win, except they make the fatal mistake of keeping Big Easy on their big team. That was, they run the team's finals. Big Easy passes dies. out. No, he dies. He dies. He, he dies and comes back to life. He dies and comes back to life. And the rookie team, whatever they were called, ends up winning. So CT now has been robbed. These are four that he could have won. Rivals, he's with Adam, his 
arch nemesis who we got in the huge fight with who ends up getting kicked out of duel two um they lose to johnny tyler on that awesome run up and down the mountain thing yep. and it seems like adam hasn't i don't think it was creative editing either all he has to do is go like three steps and hit the whatever and he falls tyler and johnny win it they end up winning all of rivals so now we're we're five battle of the x's finishes second with dm they lose to johnny and camilla um, and then it finally flips around with rivals too. wins with Wes free agents. Johnny gets his revenge for the knapsack thing, beats him in the puzzles, which is usually CT's thing. Johnny flips it on him. He mm -hmm. wins invasion of the champions. He finishes finals, but third place, 30, 30 wins war of the worlds and now wins double agents. So Jacoby, I ask you, he's won four. What was the right number he should have won here? Because it's probably the over-under is five and a half, right? He should probably have at least two more, I'm guessing. A couple, a couple things. Number one, um, thank you so much for doing the research. I appreciate it. You are, you are the foremost challenge historian. However, I'm more of an emotional analyst. And when you talk about legacy and you compare him to Johnny Bananas, when I think about CT, think about the character arc of him and think about how he has changed. So the right number is about six, but I'm not going to quantify what CT is to me personally and to this show because CT was the bad boy. He was on the bad boys team. He was intimidating. He was mean. He was scary. And he would punch you in the face extremely hard. He threatened to eat one of his um, contemporaries. Literally, I'm not kidding. Like Mike Tyson style, like blacked out, threatened to eat somebody. And then, of course, we have the tragedy that was DM, his girlfriend. Softens up a little bit, has a son, Old softens age. up a little bit. Old age helps, helps Stops, a Stops, quote unquote, training so hard, literally softens up a little bit and becomes a completely different person, a nurturing mentor, sort of like all you kids are out here running the race. I'll be on the sidelines playing the long con slow game CT. So while he probably deserves more actual championships than he has. If you're comparing him to bananas, I ask this question to you, Bill Simmons, who's more important to the franchise or what we should call the sport. Like who's had more impact on the sport. Who's a bigger character. Whose face do you associate with the challenge more bananas or CT? Well, CT has been a few years longer. The bananas run really doesn't start until the very end of the two thousands. Yeah, because he and came then, in Key West. Yeah. And then from that point on, he has the 12-year run where he's the biggest character on the show. To me, like CT was like Shaq, where Shaq ends up having the three straight Lakers seasons. But you look at the first eight years before he wins the title, where it's like, that's the most dominant player in the league, but somehow that doesn't translate to titles. Mm -hmm. He's either not in shape all the time. He should have stayed with Penny Hardaway, couldn't get along with him. Like CT got kicked out of two first episodes. Yeah, think about for that. Good reason of a season. Yeah, like literally, they had to send him home both times to just get him away from the other people. I also just love that they're like, they're like, yeah, yeah. I know we kicked him out in the first thirty minutes he was in the house, but let's bring him back next season. See yeah, it'll be fine. Maybe he's learned yeah. his lesson. Yeah. And then he also tragically loses with uh, Battle of the X's two, where DM has to leave. Yeah. And it turns out she has had a, a bad remission, and she ends up dying. So it's so he has three seasons there where he's just out. But to me, it's like if Shaq, when Shaq hit that Phoenix kind of Cleveland Celtics stage of his career where he wasn't like the dominant, awesome guy anymore. But if Shaq had been able to figure out how to stay dominant somehow with it at a different point of athleticism, I think that's what's been so impressive with CT where 
it's like the veteran know-how, which is not, he, it's not the sheer awesome physical force from the mid two thousands where it's like just physically, fundamentally, he's the scariest person who's ever been in the challenge, but he's yes. figured out how to kind of maneuver this different stage of his career that I got to be honest, I would have just assumed he would have killed somebody in the challenge versus having this outcome. Right. Yeah, and becoming like a like a a cool uncle mentor to the the forty people in the house, and like one thing that he has done is, we know to win the final you have to run a very long way, right? Like that's one of the key things, and you know to win daily challenges or eliminations you have to sort of like be strong and physical in like a football way. But he doesn't look the same with his shirt off as he used to, but yeah. he can still run a final. Yep, he can still he can still put ten miles, but you know over the course of two days which has been really impressive. I mean, I think that CT is underappreciated as a character on this show. It's him. It's him and Johnny are the two most important people of this 20 year run. And, you know, it depends on what you value, but those guys, you know, between them, that's 11 titles <laughs> that yeah. just for two guys. I will say this though. He's still a piece of shit. Like we can't, I don't want to praise him too oh, yeah. much. Like, like we can't forget the part where, you know, totally. some of the stuff he did this year, he's always going to be in it for him. He's always going to go the most selfish way possible. And that's just who he is. But I have a confession. We talked all year about how we were going to root for Leroy and Nani. Like they were a Boston team, all this stuff. I found myself rooting for CT to protect his lead. And I can't explain it. I, I was just so impressed by the season he had. And there was that Fessy piece of it too, where Fessy was Look, trying to be the arrogant asshole to him and trash talk him. And I was kind of like, this is so awesome that Fessy flamed out as CT is about to win this, considering previous events. And one thing, there was no drama in this final. None. Whatsoever. They tried some real etiquette they, editing. They, oh, they went the wrong or way or whatever. Oh, like, oh yeah. But they yeah. didn't have one relationship shot. There was not one relationship shot, not with the kayaks. Not with anything. The only thing we would see is like maybe right as Amber and CT were finishing a puzzle, someone would be like pulling up on the beach. But there was so much distance between them. And then when when uh, TJ after the night goes, all right, you guys are first. You get a five minute head start. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Five minutes is like you can run three quarters of a mile pretty easily in five minutes. Like, yeah, it seemed like that should winning every checkpoint should have been like ten minutes. Yeah, it was wild. So there was no drama in this, but it was, I was rooting for Leroy the whole time because I would never jump ship on Leroy like you have. And I hope that when I see Leroy, I'm going to remind him of this moment on this podcast when you said that you were not rooting for him in the final because you've betrayed everything. Like Didn't CT, say I wasn't rooting just jumping for him. ship at the last second. That, that is, that you and CT are the same. I understand why you're voting for him because you pledge loyalty to Leroy and then you change turncoat right at the very last second. That's very much CT would do. That's what you would do. And I ride for Leroy and I hope Leroy's listening right now and knows who the real Leroy loyalist is. I, uh, I started thinking about Boston titles as CT was going for it and how now we have six Super Bowl, four Red Sox, Celtics, Bruins, Boston Robins, Survivor, and four, yeah. and four yeah. CTs. Like It's just the titles keep adding up for us. I hadn't won a Boston title in a while. Um, I Deep down, here, here's why I feel like I was rooting for a CT to protect it. Nani's just never winning a final. We love Nani. She's one of my favorites. So I follow her on Instagram. I'm a huge fan. She just doesn't have it. She's not good enough. And we've seen, she's been in situations multiple times now with awesome partners where she just couldn't get it done, whether it was endurance, whether it's eating thing, whether it's like a 2v2. 
politics. All that stuff. She messes like, up politics too. So you know the the rivals where um where what's her face the the one who backstabbed Johnny. Why am I blanking on her name? Oh, I can see the, her face too. She she Not went. I, I can't Eric, believe I'm. Uh, starts with an E. Eric Eric Eric. No. She was the, the visor all the time. Emily. What are we talking about? Whatever her name is. She she. She she backstabs bananas and wins, and then they end up as partners for Rivals Three, and then Bananas backstabs her back, and ta- basically takes the money. But in that in that Battle of the X's Two, which is where uh, Johnny and Nani are going for the title, I think that was Nani's best chance. They end up losing to Leroy, and it was supposed to be Nia. She gets kicked out because she is just completely inappropriate with Jordan. And they bring back Teresa, instead of kicking Leroy out, they're like, nah, we can't kick Leroy. They bring back Teresa, who's already lost. She comes in and they beat Johnny and Nani. Teresa's like flying back and forth and Nani couldn't get it done. And I think ultimately Leroy got kind of screwed when we had to switch partners here. I think you could make a case he could have won with Casey um, or at least been in the mix. All right, Bill, percent chance you think this is the last time we see Leroy on the challenge? I think we see him within the next two years, but I think it'll be challenge all-stars. I think he'll take one off. He'll take like one season off and try to commit to like actual life. It's just so much money. They, like, they dangle tens of thousand dollars in front of you and you could literally get kicked out day one. You get an appearance fee. These people are paid. They're not volunteering their time. Like I feel like on Survivor, you don't get paid. But in this show, you are compensated for your time. And it's hard to turn that down. I will say this. Leroy's love for Cam... And the strength of their relationship, it's one of those, we've talked about this before, where there's relationships on reality shows where you actually feel bad about your own relationship. <laughs> yes. You're just like, like, oh man, I, I just wish I had this. I wish I had what these two have. Yeah, where I just, like, I just wish like, I was just all in. Me and you have washed human. up and been with the same women for decades, but you ever like yeah. walk down the street and see like two 18 year olds just making out? You're just like, wow, like I don't I don't think I've kissed my wife like that in about 15 years. Yeah, you're just like, I'm so, so I'm just too selfish of a person to experience true love like this. <laughs> Leroy's like, all I want is to just marry Cam and and have children with her and spend my life with her and she's my queen. I'm like, I should probably talk like this more often. Yeah. I'll call my wife my queen from now on. Thank you, Leroy. But yeah, it's so Leroy, basically he's like, yeah, I lost. I never won. I was on 12 seasons, but I found my wife. So my wife, big picture. I'm a big winner. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Leroy. That's my championship. That's my championship right there. And, and and Cam, Nani, give me a little more effort right at the end. There is a hundred thousand dollars on the line. Like jog up the hill, jog up the hill. Oh God. She just lost it. Um, I remember the girl, the girl's name who backstabbed Johnny was Sarah. Sarah. Sorry, and I had she was no in the Brooklyn moments. season. She was in the Brooklyn Bro- season. From the Brooklyn yep. season. Good yep. run. Uh, that that uh, Battle of the X's two season is gets pretty ugly. I there's like it. definitely, there's some lines crossed. They also have a nighttime challenge where they're all hanging from ropes, which I think is in the running for greatest daily challenges they've ever had. Where it's like you're bungee jumping, but it's at night and you just feel like you're free falling to your that out of all the challenges I've ever had, that's the one I would have been the most scared on. Even more than jumping out of the plane on the whatever they had this year was pretty scary. Um, all right, let's go backwards. So uh CT gave Cam and Corey the dessert, which was the right move. Right thing to do at the top. And they go on. We we have a kayak. 
we find well, out we Amber can't. Fessy. We well, we're Fessy. getting there. Amber can't really row. Leroy capsizes at one point. It's it's they're basically making it seem like oh Fessy might actually if they can eat their food they cut back to him. He got one of the one of the meanest edits I think anyone has ever gotten on this show. They played Boys Great. Don't Cry from Cure. They played <laughs> Karma Chameleon. Yes, was, dude, they're assassinating Fessy. I he'll, I don't think he can come back. Bill, for a, for a couple things. Number one is me and you aren't the biggest Fessy fans. You've literally no. said I hate Fessy I many would, times. I would but dislike to get him. An edit like that to be portrayed like that by the production staff and the editors and the executive producers. You have to really earn that. Like they would, Leroy might give you the material to get an edit like that, but they would never portray him like that. So just imagine how Fessy behaves behind the scenes to the, to the audio people, to the camera people, to the producers. Like just imagine what a dick this guy must be to be portrayed like that and then aired like that. Boys Don't Cry was a drive-by shooting. Karma Chameleon was perfect, but then... The coup de gras was it cuts to Corey and Corey's like, I put the put the, the interview, interview right on my shoulder. I could see Fessy saying that I would have won the I would have made the final. My partner didn't get hurt. And then they're like, fuck it. And they have a TV on a shoulder and they just do it. And it's it was just an assassination. Two huge television innovations in the last year. One, the last dance where Jason Hare hands the, the phone to people. It's like, watch what yeah. this guy said about you. That's going to be in every documentary for the end of time. Another yeah. one is the, put the clip right here of this guy saying that. That was such a good move for Corey. He went to it twice this year. I loved it so much. But the worst things, you know, the worst thing that happened was something that we've been tracking all year long. The TJ send-off. And please, I know you recorded it. I've got it written down. Please give the TJ. Why, why don't send you up. take this one? Because I forgot oh. to uh, I forgot to write oh. it down. I was I was celebrating Fessy's exit. The most disrespectful one of the season. He starts with, "Do you want to continue?" Yes, and then he comes back, "Do you want to continue or no?" And he's like, "Yes, TJ." And TJ's like, "Well, then go eat some food." And at this point, he won't do it, right? Yeah. All right. So here is the send off. Well, we, we should Quote. mention. They Done. they cut back to him doing the I work so hard to get here. And this is how my season ends, and blah, blah, blah. And he's yeah. just like pity party. This guy's the worst. Quote, this is from TJ. Now remember, TJ always, it just matters to what degree does he mention your future with the program. Here's what he yeah. says to Casey and Fessy. And I quote, This ends your time here on the challenge. Thank you guys for playing. Oh. Cold. Might as well just stabbed him in the eye. Might as well just stabbed him in the eye with a screwdriver. Because just saying thank you for playing and no mention of, hey, maybe you'll be back or you've done a great season or and just no compliment whatsoever. TJ was so mad. And TJ's been like lighter on quitters just because the environment has changed. But the yeah. old TJ was back this time. He's like, bro, are you doing this or not? And then he's like, this is just taking too much time. We've got this camera crew waiting for you here. They've got to be in the ice cave. Like, this is just logistically not working for us anymore. So you're off the show. I loved it. I loved it. Because that was not a rule. Again, they make up rules as they go along. There was no rule that if it takes you too long to eat the food, you have to go. They just made that decision on the fly. And I loved it. Fessy disgraced himself. And I don't know how he comes back on the show. The, the not eating does. thing, because my partner's hurt, so I'm not going to eat. Like, first of all... Most of the stuff they had to do, I actually think she could have done. He also yep. could have done the thing like Kenny and Wes one season um, when Wes was getting cramps and they, they almost won in the rival season and Kenny carried Wes up the hill. Yes. Like, hey, Fessy, Casey's not 280 pounds. Like, 
Put her on your fucking back and run. You're this allegedly unbelievable athlete. It's a, you're running a straight line. Just have her jump on your back and go. He didn't even. He wasn't ever going to do that because he's incredibly selfish. He should be embarrassed. They also didn't give us running quantities. They weren't like, and it's a seven mile run to this. Like they kind of like, cause I think it was kind of all not that far away from each other. So yep. I thought they could have finished at least. They could have tried. Yeah. Eat the stuff, dude. He just didn't want to eat the stuff. Fessy's the worst. He didn't want to eat. And there's real holes in his game, right? If it's hall brawl, great. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll bang some bodies. There's a couple other ones. Anything physical where he's just running a straight line. I liked. I also liked when he when he tossed in the. I was in first when my I was leading the way oh. when my partner went down. He had to throw that one in too. It's like all right. It was yeah. That's like honestly. That's like that's like like Steph Curry being like, well, I had thirty four points. I was the leading scorer in the game that we lost by five. It's like well, it doesn't matter if you were in first place, Bessie. It is a team competition, so you need to be supporting your teammate and not yelling at her until she pops her knee. She's the idea that she's over there chowing down on ram testicles and sheep face and he's sitting down on a rock. Like that's just, if I was Casey, I'd be so livid. And the idea that they were still cool with each other afterwards, just, and she apologized to Fessy. That was the worst part. She said, Fessy, I'm sorry. Yeah. He tried to do this fake. He went over, he put his head against her head after he realized like, Oh shit, they're recording this. Yeah. I got it. I had to pretend I'm a little more sympathetic to my partner who has a blown out ACL and MCL or whatever, whatever she has. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, put her put her on your back and carry her and at least get to the kayak. In the kayak, she can do. I don't know how she would have done in the uh, overnight having to stand up holding the capsule, I think might have been trouble. Cause that's true. But on the other hand, she's really tough though. Like if Amber can do it. Yeah. So anyway, I worked so hard to get out get here, and this is how my season ends. TJ could barely contain his contempt. No, I was almost. I wanted to go send of a woman where I was like, "TJ, if you if you were half the man you were 15 years ago, you would have taken a flamethrower to this place." Like, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted. I actually wanted more from TJ. I, I remember when TJ went at Cyrus that time early on in the TJ hosting thing. They almost got in a fight. Yeah, I feel like he could have like gotten fight. Fessy's face a little bit and been like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Or called him a name or something. Like, it's almost yeah. like TJ was just, I think he was just so fed up with the whole thing. He wanted to move on. He saw what Fessy was up to. He was just disgusted. He's like, I'm not going to waste my breath and energy on this. I'm just going to move yeah. on. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 
miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. So I was officially rooting for Leroy. Amber B crushed the... No, this uh, first day I was. Amber B crushed the puzzle. They win the third checkpoint. And then Leroy and Nani, they can't get the puzzle right away. They get it. And Nani says, I'm going to the final with my best friend, Leroy. I'm positive Nani has a closer friend than Leroy. I'm just going <laughs> to throw like it out there. They text once in a while, but they're not best There's friends. There's no way Leroy's her best friend. It's, it's, it's a very close friend. Top yeah. 25, 30, maybe, but not best friend. So checkpoint four, CT does the math. They crushed that one. That was Amber's weak point was the math. Yep. I, my daughter pointed this out. Amber B's just got blood on her face. It's Thank like you. For three hours. Like you're in a lake. <laughs> you're in a lake. Like if you, if you have, if I'm eating dinner with you and you have a piece of mustard on your cheek, I'm like, Hey, you might as well clear that up. You're surrounded by water and you've got caked up congealed blood all over your face, like goat blood. Just use your sleeve and wipe it off. How how would that blood last for nine hours? <laughs> she looked like a walking dead a walking dead zombie. Yes, like it was like because she was super pale from how like grueling the first day was, and then she's got like this blood on her side. It just looked like she would be, she'd be walking around like a zombie. But while I'm while I'm canoeing or while I'm getting in the canoe, I would just scoop up a little water from the lake. Yeah, which get is the sheep blood out Iceland, and then just wash off the blood from your face and move on. Like, how can that? Ah, that bothered me the entire. That that made me question everything I love about Amber B. Everything I love about it made me question. One last conundrum, CT. Do you want to switch partners? Do you want to go? You want to grab Cam? You want to stick with Amber B? TJ gets it, and CT does the. God damn it! This might be stupid, but I'm gonna keep a. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's actually really stupid. You guys have hit every checkpoint. You're going to have like yeah, a five minute lead everything. tomorrow. Why the fuck would it? And this is somebody who knows how to run long distance. What are you doing? How is this, this a conundrum? All you need. I think he might've done that for the, for the drama. You is my guess. So? Yeah. yeah. How would they have split the checkpoints up? That would have been impossible. Yeah. That, it was, it was, it was just, it was a good idea on paper when you're in the production meeting, being like, let's let them switch partners. But at that point, it just didn't make any sense for him to switch partners. To Cam would be the only person, but Cam can't run as well. So they do the standing partner, partner, sleeping partner thing. Yep. And and CT and Amber get the heated naps, heated uh, sleeping bag. The two things here. One is I. This is where my challenge would fall apart because once I'm asleep, I can't really be woken up. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that? Cam did that, didn't she? It Nani was kind of like, uh. <laughs> yeah, was like, I don't know what so, you're talking about. Like, Bill, you got to wake up. I'm like, sorry. I'm First out. of all, hold on. I'm calling BS because at your party, one of the Great Land parties, you fell asleep and you rallied back. You rallied back. Yeah, but that was greatness. I'm just talking about day to day. That was just, that was a hundred people in the house. I had to wake back up. Just you being a legend. Um, yeah, and then they had to dip your face before you fall asleep in the ice water for 10 seconds gimmick. So even it, as you're I'm about surprised. to go to sleep. 
Surprised Amber wasn't like, I pass on dipping my face. I like this blood all over it. Can, yeah. I, keep, can I reapply the blood afterwards? Because <laughs> dipping my face might clean off the goat blood from nine hours ago. And I'm attached to it now at this point. So this almost seemed like it was too much. Because they, they were there for like 11 hours. Oh, and dude. like Cam just had a blanket. It was 17 degrees out. It was soaking wet. And it just seemed like, are we trying to kill these people now? How far are we going here? <laughs> when they came out of the cave and they like showed them just the looks on their faces. Yeah. Like it, it was, it, it, uh, it was like, it was like when they pull up those like people from the Chilean mine or something that have been down there for three months. It was just like, they just seemed like different people coming out of that cave than going into the cave. Like how far do you go? Like do you, do you add coyotes next year? It's like, <laughs> Hey, you're also going to have to fend off these coyotes. Yes. If they eat you, so be it. Yes. Yeah, we've also infected this blanket with a disease. One of the blankets is <laughs> right. sprayed with polio. It's like, what? Yeah. What? what are we doing? <laughs> One of the blankets was just used by a guy who has COVID. That's for the yeah. third place team. <laughs> I don't what know. Hope you got vaxxed. I wrote down, what kind of pneumonia do you get from a 28 degree wet glacier cave? I don't know. I guess we'll Beautiful find out. cave so, though. Really, really good aesthetics. Great job by the art department. Yeah, that was a great job by them. Really great. nice looking. They lit that um, really well. Leroy tells everyone it's his last season. Emotional. No. Is it Leroy's last season? I couldn't tell watching the show. Well, he the other people didn't know. Um, and then uh, they played Echo and the Bunnymen's Killing Moon, which I really appreciate. I thought I thought they crushed the music this episode. This episode really the best yes. they've ever done. 7 a.m. wake up call. CT does it. What are we doing next, TJ? Blow the horn. I'm ready. I'm like, oh, CT's going to win. Uh, pickaxe breaking the glacier. The whole thing, CT and Amber just crushing it. And uh, as you said, some very creative editing to make this yeah. seem like this was close. My guess is they won probably by like eight, nine minutes. Oh, I'm going like 20. You could tell you from their body language. They were standing when the second place team came in. So imagine you hadn't slept all night. You've ran 12 miles in a hurricane. You slept in a glacier. You kayaked across a lake. And like you, you've got the wherewithal to still like not even be sitting down when the second place people come in. This, this was, this was a, a huge blow away victory. Did and it God look semi dangerous at the end with the mountain? Like how easy it would have been to just trip and fall off the side oh, and fall to die. Do you notice that <laughs> yeah. with the cameras? It was like, whoa, that's also what the Tanagram puzzle was literally on a cliff. It was yeah. like on a cliff and they hadn't slept and they've been running around. It, it wasn't the safest challenge or the most aesthetically pleasing either. CT wins and we, and we should talk. We barely talked about Amber B um, passed around a little bit. We, she went on our radar when we found out about the rugby thing. I think both of us were intrigued by well, that. She was on my radar early, Mr. Simmons. Well, I know um, she was again, on your radar. When for I prepare reasons. for this podcast, I, I treat it very seriously. I do a lot of internet research and I found some very interesting photos and videos of Amber on the internet, which I really enjoyed. CT recognizes the endurance piece. He'll do everything else. She handles the endurance. She was great. Like she could actually run uphill, which, you know, like, like, I don't know how many more challenges Nani's going to do, but if she's going to do another one, like, guess what? Like you got to do like the KG, you got to go to like Malibu and run up those sand hills and build up your legs and like your, your, your butt cheeks, all that stuff. Because ultimately it seems like every one of these challenge Every one of these challenges ends with people running uphill, trying to have stamina. So if you just can run uphill and eat, that's like what? 90% of the battle in the final challenge. Yeah. I mean, eating literally, they could be like, listen, I, I know I'm 
or 300 pounds and uh, I don't know how to play the political game and I'm terrible, but I, if you put some pig testicles in front of me, I will chow those down like the chicken nuggets dipped in barbecue sauce. That's a huge advantage. And, and like, I think some people like I am very slow. You've seen me play basketball. Yeah. I'm like slow, like in slow and running and also slow in like reaction times. Yeah. But I can run a marathon. Like I can go yeah. long distances at a slow pace and that's, that's, a, it's, it's genetic. You, you can't just like build it. And I feel like someone like myself, and I believe Amber B is like, you can just go for long distances at a slower pace. I think that's a huge advantage to winning a final in this, in this program. And if you don't, if you're not like that, if you're the opposite of that, you're screwed. CT's won a couple uh, convincing ones. Like when he won with West that year, they destroyed everybody. They, they were way ahead. Um, and now it's like Johnny versus CT. I don't know if Bananas is coming back or not. Um, we'll see. He will. From a legacy standpoint, CT doesn't seem like he's going to stop doing this, especially because if you're going to make $450,000 to win, why not keep doing it? So he could kind of add it up and it could become a discussion again. I, I thought Bananas wrapped it when he won his seventh, but now maybe he'll have to come back to defend the title. See, I, I, unlike you, I don't look at these things quantitatively. You know what I mean? I look at like impact and how I feel about them and what they've done for the challenge and other people and how well liked they are and who they are. And now I think it's kind of neck and neck. Wow. I really do. You know, I bananas, really do. Bananas listens to this pod. He's not going to like that. The peak bananas. I would put peak CT up against peak bananas any day of the week. Bananas much better, uh, much better at the house game though. Yeah. But what I ended mean, up happening is he was so good at it. Time. He was so good at it that he stopped being effective because everyone was so on guard with everything he tried to suggest or do. Like towards the end when people would watch what he, how good he was at it, that it became like, like trying to make a trade with Bill Belichick. Like, wait a second. What's he thinking? Like, wait, he wants me to do what? Like, why? There's gotta be some reason that he's not, he's not helping me. There's an agenda here. That, he, he, that's how good he became. I think he was also really, really good at everything. I think that was another reason why he was a, he's like different challenges. Like there was really mm-hmm. no challenge unless it was like, I'm, I'm going to physically overpower this other person in a challenge. That might've been strength, agility, endurance, like a, a fessy, puzzles. fessy CT kind of level of physicality was going to be a little trouble for him, but he could do everything else. He had the crazy endurance. He, the climbing. he really There's also holes. a lot of climbing stuff and a lot of just like, you know, upper body strength pulling in body face versus your body yeah. weight. he, Bananas, bananas was a, he was like his spider chart before the draft was really good. CT, uh, his hole was obviously the mental, just kind of snapping. You mean when he tried to murder everybody? When he tried to murder people, that was probably his his biggest thing. (laughs) And also the fact that people just didn't trust him because he, he would have, you know, turned on anybody if it meant winning a thing. So I think um, CT went through phases, which is one of the reasons I love CT's legacy on the show is he went through phases, And I think there was a phase where he was, how do I put this very locked in on his physical, um, strength. Mm. And he would, he would, uh, he would, he would do everything he could to be as strong as he could for these. And I think that that kind of hurt him. I'm not sure if they drug tested, he would have passed. Interesting. I don't know. There was always, there, we always wondered about that in the late 2000s, early 2010s, because it's not like it's not like they're testing for any of this stuff. But the thing is, he was just so naturally strong. You can still see it now. I love the fact that Fessy tried to shit talk him. It's yes. a new day. It's a new era. That that alone made me want to. I guess what I realized is I disliked Fessy more than I loved Leroy. And when it came down to CT actually winning this, 
My dislike of Fessy trumped my love for Leroy is how it played it's, out. It's also me. nice for CT to like lie down after winning the championship and be like, it's not a new day. It is not a new era. It is, it is still my era. Well, they hinted at the, uh, we're not going to do a podcast about the reunion show, but Fessy was there and it hinted that there, people were going at him a little bit. So I we'll see. It. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, before we go, producer Craig, you there? Yeah. Your uh, your first challenge season ever. What was your what was your biggest takeaway? Uh, that this show is the most intense form of reality television that I've ever seen in my life. To the point that like I couldn't even watch it with my girlfriend because she was too stressed and overwhelmed by the challenges. <laughs> wow, that's an interesting take. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess you get kind of numb to it over time. <laughs> Were you surprised CT one like like how they did the edit and stuff? Did you see that one coming? Well, I felt like I mean, again, I didn't know what was in store, so I kind of felt like it was a wrap after the first part. But then you guys were like, no, 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 like Leroy's still going to come back; it's still going to happen. And even the way they edited it made Leroy seem like he was going to be back. They were both like, "Oh yeah, all yes. I got to do is get past this checkpoint, like, and I'll be fine." But I was rooting for CT the whole time. To be honest. CT, how does he do it? So we're gonna send you, we're gonna send you a couple seasons to watch some of the OG yeah. seasons because there were better seasons than this. But Jacoby, final grade for the year. And then Craig, I want your grade too. Like, I do feel like this was in the A minus B plus range. I was mainly I was because say, of the Fessy stuff. I was gonna say B plus, but also graded on a curve. Don't forget, they filmed this not only in the middle of COVID, but you could also tell from some of Cam's interview bites that this was the middle of COVID post George Floyd. Right. And it does, that feels like a decade ago, but like, if you put yourself in where you were from like an emotional mental health standpoint during that period in this country and around the world, like it was pretty gnarly. Like, like people were dying everywhere. You're finding out getting texts from your phone of all these people getting COVID. We had a family member die. There's people in the streets. You know what I mean? There's a racial reckoning. Like, with all that going on and the fact that you can't get in a bus and go to a nightclub and let loose and you can't even like interact with other people. I'm sure the COVID protocols on set were pretty intense in terms of testing and, you know, yeah. production crew members coming in and out. They had to limit their staff. So I would say on a curve, this is an A minus. Without the curve, this is like a BB plus. Cam's, Cam's monologue near the end where she kind of touched on the George Floyd thing without really saying it, I thought... I thought that was really good. I thought it actually made me mad that um, my rooting interests kind of went the way they were, where I was just kind of well, rooting Amber, against Amber Fessy. B, Amber B is BIPOC and she's a champion. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't but she, have but to she be didn't camp. have a good speech yeah. after, though. No, she didn't. Like, she, no, she, she, Cam tired. should have given her some notes. Craig, what was your final uh, grade? I mean, I, an A, A minus. I thought yeah. it was great. My only thing was one, it, it takes kind of forever. Like, I forgot. How many people, I almost wish they voted people off in teams. Like I remember during the middle of the season, I was like, I feel like I'm not even, we're not even losing a person each episode. There's so many people that like every week it's like 23, 22, 21. It, it did feel long. And then also does the physicality of the show, like, is it, is it ever not so based in like working out and like intensity? Like, I feel like I didn't get a ton of everybody just hanging out. It was like them eating, them working out. And then the challenge. So that's been the biggest change the last couple of years. And I think it was COVID related where the seasons were just darker. Mm -hmm. They were like nighttime. Like usually like if you go back and watch some of the old seasons, they, 
the houses on water. There's bathing They're drinking suits, around the pool. Drinking, yeah. They, there's day drinking, all that stuff. And I think I'm guessing it's because of COVID. They need to get back to that. So, Craig, I give this season a A minus B plus. Craig, I don't know if you know this, but Jacoby, when I had my pod in the late 2000s, back when it was me and Mark Marin and like seven other people of the podcast, I used to have Jacoby on, and we actually came up with an idea for a challenge season because we would break down the challenge. What did we cut? Did we come up with Battle of the X's? I think we did, didn't we? Wasn't that the yes. one we came up with? Yes. I am coming up right now with an idea for a challenge season. I don't know if they've decided on the next one yet, but here, here's my idea. All right, I'm in. It's bananas versus CT. They're the captains. It's their okay. two teams. Like they do with that UFC show, Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. yeah. It's it's Ultimate Fighter, but with those two, they're the captains. Um, they get yeah. to go pick their teams. They get to pick their 10 to 12 to run with. And it's basically, they're in the final. We're putting them in the finals. There's eight people in the final. They're grandfathered into the final. They've made it. They don't have to defend themselves in any of the daily challenges. They're in. They're, they advance to the finals almost like in the NFL, the one seed who gets the highest record there, you know, they don't have to play in round one. So we're putting them in the finals. Part of it is about them constructing their team and then three people from each side make it with them in the finals. Oh, Jacoby's got a tweak. Here we go. So what I don't want them to do is draft from a pool of people sort of um, like schoolyard style. I want to see them make their teams like college coaches recruiting. Yes. So they they have to fly to Kansas City to like pitch Wes and be in the living room. And they have to like come up with people like, oh, Alton. I bet Bananas didn't think of Alton. And to sort of like create their team, like the forming of like a superhero group in these like big movies and then go to the location. It's like Not agency. everyone's at the location, then they pick. You know what this leads to? Plus, we're filming all this, right? This leads of to. Yeah. The first three episodes, we have, we're not even at the location yet. This leads to Bananas flying to Houston. To go mm, see Leroy. Leroy. Yeah. Guys. Leroy, Leroy's got I, a belly. He's, he's I need, yeah, it's like, and, and it's almost like the beginning of an action movie where it's like, yes. it's like the beginning of Commando where it's like, no, no, I'm retired. I'm done. No, no. What time for one last job. And get, he gets Leroy and Cam. So Bananas would get Leroy. He'd get Cam. He'd get Nani. I, I don't know if Kenny and Evan are ever allowed on the, on the show again, no. but um, yeah, probably not. Um, who else? Oh, he would get uh, Johnny Riley. He go on through. He'd get his whole team. I think he'd get Anissa just for you know the the comedy of it, just to have her in the mix again. Um, but then CT would have to get his team. He'll get and Jordan. People are CT making a deal Jordan. with the devil CT with CT, right? Kyle. Yeah, yeah. CT gets a lot. He gets a it's, lot of people. It's like, do I want to? I CT gives me a better chance to win the title, but now I'm aligned with CT. Do I want to do this? So anyway. And There's then it's opportunity four to switch four. teams, opportunity to switch teams like a couple times throughout the season or like steal oh. somebody from the other team. Trades. Interesting. Yo, trades. One thing I've always wanted, I think I've always felt like this is America's at this point, maybe fourth major sport. Yeah. I want the eliminations, like those crater eliminations in a post COVID world to have like a 4,000 person audience to be like a live event. It's like a oh, Roman Coliseum. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh, that so you're saying a live challenge? I've always I've pitched this at Grantland before. It was more of like a campus tour, but it was like a tour. It was like there was like kind of like a rock band going on a tour, or sort of like Monster Jam going on tour, where you go to small arena to small arena, and that's where you do the eliminations. And like 
and it becomes, and there's huge crowds and all the pyro and you, you know, you make it like a real show. So it's an hour, an hour and a half. And the, and the, like that live event feeling, like imagine a really good hall brawl with just like 4,000 people cheering it on. Just think about how that would elevate the whole thing. Amazing. So CT would take Wes, I think. Right. The I think draft. Wes would not. I think Wes, I think in his heart, Wes is truly a bananas guy, but I think for the show, he would go to CT's team. Would you have a televised draft where they draft their teams before the season? I feel like that's a must. Well, like we get we get Adam Silver. Or what if no, it's more like letters of intent. Like I like the idea that they go around pitching <laughs> and then it's like they have two hats with like their parents. So it's, and like, like, a so table. it's like the college it's like announcement college. day. Yeah, where they yeah, it's more like college than it is. To me, it's more like college than it is than like NBA All-Star. Like you're thinking NBA All-Star. I'm thinking more like college, where it's just like you go to homes, you make a pitch. They sign their letter of intent. You know, I'm telling you, bananas versus versus CT. CT. That alone, forget all the tweaks. That alone is brilliant, Bill. It's the I wish biggest I thought show. Of it. Thank you, Team Thank CT you. versus Team Bananas. I'm on board. No matter how, dear Bunn and Murray people, no matter how you format it, that is a winning idea. And they get, they're guaranteed to be in the finals, so we don't have to worry about them getting knocked out because that'd be weird because they're team captains. All right, Craig, we're gonna uh, we're gonna send you the next season. You should watch. Jacoby, this is it for us. We this was a special, a special, uh, a special Limited deal. Release. Were you able to come on and come on the Ringer Dish Pod and just break down the challenge? There was really no reason for us to do this, other we missed hanging out. I don't even know if people are listening to this. <laughs> they're, li- they're listening. People like yeah. this one. I love it. I, but I will say that this is like like an HBO show. This has been a limited release, but if it's good enough, like Big Little Lies, maybe it'll come back. Maybe it'll come back. Who knows? Craig, all I know is I'm glad Craig's watching the challenge. I'm in. Can I get a send-off in the voice of um, Kyle, please? Sure. Jacoby, it was an incredible season. No, that's TJ, bro. That's TJ. I want Kyle. Oh, you, you want Kyle? <laughs> Jacoby, you're one of my favorites, and I hope we see you again. Um. Thanks, Jacoby. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, and we'll see you maybe next time on The Challenge. Who knows? This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.